Digital Drift, episode 44, recorded Sunday, December 7th, 2014. Bad Reviews Against Humanity, volume 3. In this spot, this is what I see. Everybody stops and is staring at me. I got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it, show it, show it, show it. I'm sexy and I know it. We are back with yet more reviews, and this time to assuage the torrents of hate that emerged with Volume 2, I've tracked down some of the funniest and most sarcastic reviews of all kinds of products from all manner of websites besides Amazon. Now, the main reason I've done this is for variety, but there's another rather important factor. My first guest this week is Joseph Grabinski, the editor of the Amazon Movie Reviews Twitter feed, who graciously agreed to be on this third volume. Hello, Joseph. Hello. It is great to have you on. Thank you very much. It's an honor. I really enjoyed the first two volumes, so I was excited to uh, be part of the next one. We are excited too, especially since you have something like 50, 60 times most of our followers. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, what, it's I'm, nice what I'm doing is not nearly as involved as what you guys are doing. So <laughs> I've really enjoyed what I've heard thus far. Well, you, it makes many, many people laugh. So it's, it's, a, it's a good you. cause. Thank you. Now, obviously, Joseph and indeed his followers, and now probably many of mine, have all read the recent reviews on his feed, so I've endeavoured to look further and wider to deliver something hopefully new to most of you. Now, if you've just joined us, this podcast in its regular format has a deep catalogue of movie reviews and video game discussions and other geek-related goodies. So once you're done with this one, you are heartily advised to go back and look through Digital Drift and its previous incarnation, Digital Gonzo. And you can find us at digitaldrift.co.uk. And as you might imagine, the guest list filled up pretty swiftly as everyone wanted a piece of this weird and hilarious action. So let me welcome back my wife and co-presenter, Sharon Shaw. Good evening. James Carter of Cane and Rinse, returning from Volume 2. Howdy. Joshua Garrity, also of Cane and Rinse, and the Animation Archives, returning from Volume 1. Hello there. Jerome McIntosh of Game Burst, who has been one of the most constant fixtures of my podcasts for many years, gears up for his first Bad Reviews Against Humanity session. Good day, sir. And for the first time on this show, from the Cartridge Bros podcast, it's the man known only as Player One. Hello, hello. Now, if it's not a movie, and that's the case with a lot of these, we may have to explain what it is we're talking about first. But in some instances, it's funnier if we reveal it at the end. We're going to have to kind of wing it on this one. So we've got eight rounds ahead of us with eight available points and a bonus round just for shits and giggles at the end. This is a review from TripAdvisor, and it is entitled, I'd Rather Sleep on the Street. Id rather sleep on the street. <laughs> that, uh, yes, fine point. Technically, it is id rather sleep on the street. Where his ego or superego is going to sleep, I have no idea. And so, this is by far the worst place I've stayed in. I found a cat's paw in my pillowcase. <laughs> also, a chest of drawers with no drawers in them, a cupboard with no back, a double bed the size of a hammock made of concrete, communal toilets with no locks, our neighbour lived in it, had TV on all day and night, didn't close door. It should be named Alcatraz. I don't think you have TVs and doors that don't close in Alcatraz. <laughs> 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 but okay. 
Also, you, you don't hey, find cats' paws in your pillowcase, though. Well, that <laughs> jury's probably out on that one. Also, paying cash only, haha, that's a sign of dodgy things. Enjoy your stay, which is a marvellous little round-off for that there particular are, There's review. various criteria that they've also given a star value to at the bottom. Value, one. Sleep quality, yes. one. Rooms, one. Cleanliness, one. Service, one. Location, five. <laughs> so if you're willing to put up with all of that to be very close to where you want to be, um, then um, then there you go. That that may be an option. Also, and this is a bit that I find particularly intriguing, travelled as a couple. <laughs> I'm not sure there's many partners in the world that would put up with you taking them to a place like that. Yeah, unless you travelled as a, an inverted commas, couple, mm. and you were only staying there for about... An hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even then, I'm sorry, the cat's paw would put me off. It's too much. Um, can, you really, can you really call it a chest of drawers if there's no drawers? Isn't it just a chest at that point? <laughs> yeah, it's, good it's question. A, frame. <laughs> good question. a chest would be something else that it would imply. <laughs> at that point, it's just a piece of art. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a skeleton where once a chest stood. <laughs> Um, we're going to have to move straight on to uh, James, and you're going to have to describe the picture that comes with this first one. Do, hang on, will I describe it first, or or will I ask people to guess what I'm talking about? Um, I tell you what, just describe it first, and then just see if people guess basically what it is. Okay, uh, the picture is a, a pair of hands, um, indeterminate. It's simply the pair of hands reaching either side of the the frame, if you will. Um, Squeezing a, I guess, a, a slightly translucent rubbery artifact. It looks like half a chicken breast. Raw. Uh, yeah, raw chicken breast would be a good way to describe it. Um, the, the hands are, are pressing upon said uh, rubbery chicken breast. For, for, for true accuracy, this thing would have to be quite hairy. It would have to be hairy, and I would not pay $147.44 for it, to be fair. <laughs> Especially not in two denominations of cash. Um, it's a ball bag, oh. is, is the, is the uh, scientific <laughs> name for it. It's a male testicular exam model anatomy. Okay, so uh, uh, what does Wendy Shearer, cosmetic guru from Pittsburgh, PA, write? Self-titled cosmetic guru in quotation marks as well. Right. So uh, I, I'm not sure if there's sarcasm implicit. I don't in, have the paperwork to back that one up. <laughs> um, she says, not only a wonderful teaching model, but while trying to find the tumors, I discovered it acts as a makeshift stress ball. When I am in line at the grocery store, I just whip out this handy little bugger and squeeze away, and the line around me just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> As quite it may, one imagines. That review is nuts. <laughs> Tricky Rick of Santo- Santa- San Antonio, Texas says... It should be pointed out, he said it's Tricky Rick of St. Antonio. <laughs> That's why my brain was like, hang on, that word doesn't make sense. I'll say where he probably lives. <laughs> yeah, no, St. Antonio he is from. Um, says, <laughs> finally, a product I can use. Unlike presumably any other product he's bought in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love playing with scrotum? I know I do. <laughs> so, so does my wife. <laughs> but sometimes I have to leave the house too. I don't know, go to work or buy groceries, and I have to take my scrotum away from my wife's hands. 
Parker. Perish the thought. This this made her sad until now. <laughs> This is one of those sarcastic reviews I mentioned before. We're about halfway through, so brace yourselves for it. Now she has a scrotum to play with when I'm not around. (laughs) I also find it useful when I feel the need to play with a scrotum other than my own and don't want to impose on co-workers, friends, family members (laughs) or our local priest. Uh, the tricky, last tricky Rick has um, a rather interesting life, I think. Very interesting way of thinking of things. Uh, and what do, we need a third opinion, Doctor. What does CH Risk find that it makes? CH Risk, CH Risk finds that it makes a great fashion accessory. They are they are a real lifesaver on cold winter days, and the ladies go wild for the smooth polished look. <laughs> smooth and silky. Like a raw chicken breast. Okay, um, thank you for that, James. Uh, Available Joseph, from Lake Forest Anatomicals Male Health, if, if you're interested. If that's not worth $148, I don't know what is. Oh, God. Uh, Jerome. Okay, I'm going to try and do this one justice. This is called moderation. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not fill a super big gulp cup with a five-hour energy drink and chug the whole thing. My heart either stopped completely or is beating so fast that I can't even feel my own pulse. This Pop. is not capitals. <laughs> I haven't slept in 72 hours. I can't feel my face. I can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 99% blood. I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure it's 99% blood. We're not done. Pros. Pros. I've deep cleaned my entire apartment. I can read minds. Super <laughs> 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 big it, gulp, 44 ounce, 5 hour energy, 20 ounce. That means I drank 22.5 hours energy in less than two minutes. 22 times 5, 110 hours of energy. <laughs> God help me! <laughs> <laughs> and that was a two-star review. That's not their fault. It's your fault. <laughs> not to mention, instead of writing this review, perhaps go and see a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I'm at the mall, security just can't fight them all. And when I'm at the beach, I'm in a speedo trying to tan my cheeks. This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt. And I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Check it out. Check it out. Josh, go. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> right. You're going to have to describe the picture. Um, so it's a horse's head, a, rub, a rubber horse's head. <laughs> the cat's paw didn't work then. Okay. No, right. This is what you buy. Yeah, right. Okay. It's very surprised looking though. Yeah, it's very surprised. It looks like Bojack Horseman having been asked to turn his head and cough. Slig7 says, It's not big enough to completely cover a horse's head and it doesn't provide enough airflow for them either. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is a a mask for humans, folks, obviously. TC Zimmerman says, By wearing this mask, I was able to get anything and everything I needed. Plenty of hay, lots of time to run, and best of all, I no longer have to wear any pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bionic Hero says... Right. Bionic Hero says, It's day 87, and the horses have accepted me as one of their own. I have grown to understand and respect their gentle ways. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um, Okay, Uh, Joseph. All right, this review is for a JL421 Badonkadonk Land Cruiser tank. It's an Amazon.com review. I'm guessing it's Two different reviewers, it looks like here. Okay, describe what this thing looks like because it's extraordinary. Yeah, it looks like from the, you know, the beginning of Star Wars: A New Hope, what the uh, Jawas are getting into. I like believe a sand or crawler. From, yeah, or something. It looks like Ru- somewhere between that and what Jabba the Hutt drives, but without the sail. <laughs> yes, and I can't believe this is actually for sale. It's currently unavailable. So we don't know we when don't- or where, if this item will be back in stock. Well, let's yes. pray that it will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the price either, but Thomas Dunham of Cannonville, Maryland says, I give the Badonkadonk five stars. I'll admit it, when shopping for a personal tank, it can be a bit daunting. Many times in the past, I've purchased overpriced so-called battle tanks, then driven them into battle only to be wrecked in ten minutes by the first blow of some insurgent's homemade mortar. But not this baby, this tank rocks. It's literally a 400-watt sound system and keeps me rocking like a crazy man as I'm dishing out justice commando style. Wow, I I just can't say enough. And the kids love it too. Imagine the look of terror in the eyes of the enemy as I'm dropping off my kids' team to their soccer game. Shock and awe, my friends. Shock and awe. And it also has plenty of room for groceries. And here we have another review of the same Badonkadonk tank, which I just can't believe is a real name for a tank. It's in the United States. It's something Tiny Tina says in Borderlands 2, but she's talking about... Is she talking about boobs? No, a Badonkadonk is an ass. It's man. a rear end in the United States. Gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, in, in Britain, we'd never refer to our posterior as a Badonkadonk. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it comes primarily in rap music here. Okay. But here we have a Welsh burn says, On the other hand, I was not impressed, giving this one star. The parking is a nightmare with this 12-foot blind spot. The main cannon is totally unsuited to the task. I attempted to ethnically cleanse my local Greg, the baker. 
only to find that I had been sent 90 millimeter shells when the barrel is clearly 70 millimeter. Dude. <laughs> Player one. <clears throat> this is for uh, this one again. <laughs> yeah, this is for a product. Um, and in the photo, it's a, uh, a shirtless man with um, what appears to be nice abs, and uh, he's wearing some pajama pants in the uh, style of stars and stripes. Anyone who's seen Napoleon Dynamite, it's those trousers. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you think uh, someone wants to get a roundhouse kick to the head while I'm wearing these bad boys? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this is the review for American Flag Pants. It is too pedestrian to call these pants. Political statements and a functional leg covering? Maybe. Works of art? That's more like it. But do not forget the flag code when using these pants. Pay special attention to conduct when hoisting. (laughs) (laughs) It's really awkward because I'm actually wearing those pants right now. Your review, obviously. <laughs> Isn't there an inherent problem here? I mean, flags aren't supposed to touch the ground for a start, so you'd have to make sure the length was correct. But yeah, you'd have to do a handstand to take them off. Are, are you allowed to sit down in the pants? Is sitting on the flag okay? Surely not. Well, I'm like, I don't think you'd be able to break wind in it either, because that. Would no, be yeah, that would be def- that would be a tantamount to defecating <laughs> on the flag, Christ. which is definitely. Like and the last thing you want to do is be caught short in them. <laughs> <laughs> for many for reasons uh, Sharon oh, actually yours is a triple prong review you got one yes, yes, and yes, three absolutely. parts three you have to describe it again first as, as an image of this one okay so the the picture um, on the first review is of a woman looking somewhat pained um, sat in what appears to be an aircraft seat with uh, <laughs> what I can only really describe as some kind of inflatable neck brace like wrapped a cushion around ring. Her. It's a blue velvet cushion ring. Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. But it's it, it looks way too big for it to really be sitting comfortably. You might um, almost say that she sat down in the seat and then the seat grabbed her by the neck with its yes. central pillows. <laughs> it does look a little <laughs> bit like a scary that. Image. Yeah. Okay, now it is called, surprisingly, the comfort collar. Spelt with a K. <laughs> two Ks, um, Two Ks. Well, as in, so yeah. it's, it's one, K or it's one K short. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, the first review, strangely, gives it four stars. Um, was very surprised to feel a sharp pain when I put it on. I don't remember much of what happened next, but I guess I fell asleep and had to be carried off the flight when it landed. <laughs> I don't want to remove the collar now because it seems to be holding my neck together. <laughs> yes, it's a good thing I put it on when I did. Otherwise, I might be dead. <laughs> okay. This is um, from the Sky Mall review uh, book, by the way. Yes. I, I, I fly a lot, with, especially within the continental United States, where we're familiar with Sky Mall. I'm uh, reminded of a horror story I read when I was a kid about um, a, a Victorian lady who constantly wore a black velvet ribbon around her neck and it drove her husband absolutely nuts. So one night while she was asleep, um, he cut it off and her head fell off. Hmm. Because apparently the Officer. ribbon was the only thing holding the her head on. <laughs> it's a ca- cautionary tale. 
Yes, so, indeed. Yes. <laughs> if you see someone with a ribbon, don't cut it off. Uh, cut review it number two. Review number two. Miss Angie from Houston, Texas. Yes, this, this is a one-star review, so possibly a little more honest. I got this for my husband, and I feel absolutely horrible. I think his collar is defective because it keeps broadcasting random number sequences in German. <laughs> Then it electrocutes him or randomly tightens on his neck. I can't count the number of times it's caused him to lose consciousness from pain or blood loss. How is such a deadly thing even allowed on aeroplanes? Definitely won't be buying this model again. What is this thing? Is it like a like a high tech prison collar? Well, I I don't know. She she's talking about the the um. Uh, I don't know how. Is there a radio in it? <laughs> I'm guessing it's something like a tens machine where it gives you like little electrical pulses to try and relax you, maybe. The, the German voices, though. Yeah, that, that bothered me. And the third one by Stute in South Bend. And the third one. This is, this is very succinct and to the point. He did. Papa put on the comfort collar, and now he did. He's still talking and moving, but it ain't him. He did. <laughs> Age 11 to 15. Um, <laughs> that was the age uh, of the uh, reviewer, so it's, it's good well, to know yes. that they let the kids, when, especially when the parents can't come to the uh, computer, to leave reviews. <laughs> uh, right, so again, uh, player one, you're going to need to describe this thingy because it's astonishing. Yeah. I can't even believe this exists. Uh, um, it's like one... One terrible mishap away yeah, from just a, a class action lawsuit. Yeah, it has to come with a warning label or something. So it's a, it's a tray that attaches to the bottom third of your steering wheel. Oh, I, for, I forgot to actually mention to folks before we started this, don't drive while listening to this. How many people yeah. have we killed already? Uh, lawsuits. Okay, so it's um, a thing you attach to your... Yeah, it's like a tray that attaches to the bottom third of your steering wheel for the express purpose of being able to use your laptop while you're stuck in traffic. I can't. Wow. So anyway, the uh, it's called the Auto Exec Wheelmate Steering Wheel Attachable Work Surface Tray, <laughs> and it's a five star rating. And uh, it's called Traffic is Fun when it gets your taxes done. And so it says, I hate filing taxes. I hate traffic too. Not after getting this, though. Now I can get my taxes done while I'm in traffic, and the time flies by. It seems to get a lot of attention, too. People are always wave, stare, and honk because of how cool they think it is. <laughs> 29 people found this helpful. And <laughs> one found it not helpful. Like, the images it has is, like, the, the tray, then the tray attached to a steering wheel, then the laptop on the tray, then a car driven off the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help wondering how many of those 29 people who found it helpful were law enforcement officers who then Googled this person's license plate so that they could find them and ticket them. I want to know if they were using the tray when they clicked that it was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> okay, we've got... This This attaches directly onto the steering wheel, yes? Yes. Yeah. Bottom yeah. Right to the... So not onto the stem or a gimbal-type setup nope. type thing? Nope. It's so got, like, it two turns with the wheel. So like, if you've got a Coke on it and yeah. you turn it because you have to sharply turn... The, the your coke coke turns too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was my first thought. I, I thought that would be interesting. Second question: Is this one of those joke inventions, like the left-handed screwdriver, or the tartan paint, that you send people to get when you're 
like hazing them type thing, you know? It looks kind of plain for that. Yeah, it, like, uh, you know, I, like underwater hairdryer, solar powered torch, that oh, sort of thing. It sounds like that sort of invention that's just made for jokes. I think that they're trying to make as much as they can and then disappear when the lawsuits start happening. <laughs> yeah. I th- Bye, everybody. I think you're underestimating how cynical businessmen are, James. <laughs> yeah, <possibly. laughs> so, uh, Joseph, I'm take excited us out about... of this horrible, woody Yeah, I'm really excited about in. this review. This is for the Mesa restaurant. This is three stars out of five by... We won't give him his last name because this is a particularly embarrassing review, but his name is Doug. He gives it three out of five stars. He says, the food was okay, I guess, but the waiter ended up sleeping with my wife, so I can't give it more than three stars because of that. (laughs) It's interesting to know what counts in the knocking a star off scale. Oh, God. I'm taking off a star for that one. <laughs> I usually just tip 15%. But you're, getting, <laughs> you're getting 5% for that, buddy. A star off for the adultery and a star off because the ketchup wasn't really at his best. <laughs> yeah. This was delicious. Have a go with the wife. <laughs> It was 99 cents. Pocket copping it, washing it. About to go and get some compliments. Passing up on those moccasins. Someone else has been walking in. Bummy and grungy fucking men. I am stunting and flossing and saving my money. And I'm hella happy that's a bargain, bitch. I'ma take your grandpa style. I'ma take your grandpa style. No, for real. Ask your grandpa, can I have his hand me down? The Lord jumpsuit and some house slippers. Dookie brown leather jacket that I found. Player. Huh. huh. This is uh, actually kind of a helpful review, so. Uh... <laughs> You might want to take note. It's for um, for Durex Play, the sweet strawberry flavor, which is a, a lubricant with Personal flavor. Lubricant. Yeah, for uh, intimate times with uh, with your Woody and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a five out of five uh, five star review. It's perfect, and uh, it says ran out of jam, so added some of this to the kids' rice pudding. They couldn't tell the difference, and they are relatively bright. That is immensely creepy. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot of people, you know, single people that live alone that would probably have this on hand instead of jam. So at least you have options. Oh, oh God. What? Oh. That is immensely, immensely <laughs> creepy. Pride and Prejudice by Mr. Carlton B. Morgan. Pride and Prejudice. Just a bunch of people going into each other's houses. This is the most overestimated work of fiction <laughs> since the Koran. I studied oh, it in school. Whoa. I studied it at university. And no one, but no one, has ever been able to tell me what is so great about this tedious and unimaginative p- 
piffle. No one on Amazon reviews can either. All the bad reviews get, as comments, name-calling from snobs. Did they point out where we're going wrong? Do they buggery? That is because they are only pretending to like it to appear clever. The plot, such as it is, Mr. Darcy is a ponce. Elizabeth Bennet doesn't love him. Then, after a small eternity going to each other's houses, she likes, nay, loves him. All of a sudden, because he is occasionally quite nice to a few people. That makes him slightly less of a ponce than he was at the start of the book. But that still leaves him being 97% a ponce, rather than 100% ponce he started out as. No one should go falling in love with a man who is 97% ponce. Just because he used to be 100% a ponce and improved slightly. I could carve a better man out of a banana. (laughs) garbage and she can't wait for toffee and then in parentheses p.s this p.s is me adding to my review several years later having come across oodles of name calling by snobs about it elsewhere on the internet hello snobs thank you for proving my point i'd like to know how the man got into the banana such that he required to be carved out of it (laughs) (laughs) I, i i love arguments that that require a step of complete, you know, non-logical step, if you like, and then criticise <laughs> said book for the lack of logic. No, at no point do we quantify the level of how poncy or otherwise Mr. Darcy is. So don't harp on about your fictitious number you've dreamt up. <laughs> Hi, uh, Sharon. Oh, yep, Josh. No, no, don't worry. No, I was just going to comment on the hint of bigotry in that review. Mm. Oh, um, just like, wow, okay. That Thanks. was sneaky. Yeah. I, just, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Like, I, I was expecting, like, oh, okay, this guy hates Pride and Prejudice. Oh, racist, too. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> it's nice to have a little pepper of racism into uh, yeah, of, it. Of all the books to call out, it's all the Quran. Really? <laughs> Over really? he says. Uh, Josh, right. I'm I'm currently staring at the greatest invention humanity has ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Describe it again. Okay, so it's called the Daddle, and what I am looking at. Hang on, before you is... say it, right? Just let everybody guess what a Daddle is. Okay, go on. Uh, no is, clue. It, uh, is it a ladle designed for men? No. Nope. <laughs> no. Did Beck make it? Nope. <laughs> Maybe actually. Look at this. It's very sexist. And this guy, uh, this guy using it, has got a pixelated face. Oh, is it? Is it like um, uh, like a? Uh, I want to say a sex thing, but that doesn't narrow it down much. <laughs> is, it, is it like a leather-covered paddle or something, but for men? No, no. I'm really surprised you guys aren't getting it. Actually, um, I'll, I'll just say it's a portmanteau. Oh, I, is it, could, could, if anyone knows what a portmanteau is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two two words pushed together to make one. So yeah. dad and saddle is what you're looking for. Da- so it's a, oh, okay, it's a right, saddle. Right. What you put on oh, that? I, I see what you did there. Very yeah. Good. So is it that, is a sex thing. Um, uh, oh, no, no, not not really. Really. <laughs> Look, according um, to this picture. Um, so the the picture I've got is of a grown man uh, on all fours with uh, I assume I assume is <laughs> I assume is his child <laughs> riding on his back. Oh, person of short reduced stature. Oh, we can but hope. Okay. How picky is this child? <laughs> Put a saddle on it. Yeah. 
not writing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I haven't even got to the review yet. Okay. Right. The concept is enough, frankly. Okay. <laughs> Please note that this daddle is a Western style. <clears throat> I was going to start again because I started laughing whilst I speak. Right. Please note that this daddle is Western style and will not be appropriate for those trained in the English father riding method. <laughs> where my... <laughs> Whereby one holds a rein in each hand and posts the trot. If you are looking forward to father jumping, father fox hunting, father polo, or daddy dressage, you will not be able to use this daddle. Western daddle riders hold the rein with one hand and sit the trot. The pommel or horn on this daddle is meant to be hooked, which is useful when roping cattle or other competing or unruly fathers. Can I get the link for where to buy that? Or? Oh, just Google it, the daddle. <laughs> it's available on Amazon and all other good stockists of <coughs> weird shit. Um, James? Speaking of weird shit. <laughs> I'm going to read out the name of this item to begin with because it's, it's inconsequential. It gives itself away what I'm talking about very quickly. I'm going to read out at the beginning, but I'm going to read out at the end because I think some listeners and maybe even some of the, the uh, my, my fellow podcasters are going to want to take a note of this and like a good film review, mention the name of the film at the end in case you want to see it. I'm going to mention the name of this knife at the end in case anyone wants to buy it, as apparently 385 of the 489 people who read this review did. <laughs> the coal supplies Tanto Survivor Firestarter Knife. That's S-Z-C-O. S-Z-C-O. Supplies, the, the manufacturer. It's a Tanto Survivor fire starter knife, which sounds great off, off, off the bat. But it's a five-star review, and because of this knife, the reviewer will never die. That's the title of this review. Because of this knife, I will never die. It's immortality right there on, on the front of this review. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Cruz, not afraid to, to mention his full name. Well, no, he um, wouldn't be. By the end of this review, I think he might be, to be honest. <laughs> He's immortal. <laughs> this knife arrived on my doorstep yesterday. I immediately knew it was something special, as I could feel the box pulsating with pure power and adrenaline. I did not even have to open the box. Sensing my presence, the knife cut itself out of the box. <laughs> That's a heck of an unboxing video, folks. Taking the knife into my hand, I could feel it leading me. I followed it deep into the wilderness where I slaughtered my first boar. I dragged the boar back to my house and prepared a feast for the entire neighborhood. The men willingly gave their wives over to me for the night. The wife of my day. With this knife, I truly feel like an immortal. Buy this knife, slaughter a boar, and sleep with the entire neighborhood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> For those now desperate to buy a SCO Supplies Tanto Survivor Firestarter knife, it's please do. Totally oh, right, mine 
is not bizarre because of what it is. It's bizarre because of how much it is. Not in price, in capacity, how much there is they're giving away. The only reason to buy this is if you're making a certain kind of movie. Either if you're uh, Jean-Pierre Jeunet making an alien film or making another kind of film. It's passion, natural water-based lubricant. 55 gallon. (laughs) (laughs) No. Little over a decade ago, I bought my 55 gallon drum of lube. I've never thought I'd be But a few days ago, the pump finally ran dry. Had a lot of good times with it. My wife too. And not just what you'd think. One day I just hosed down our hardwood floored hallway so I could use it as a slip and slide. You shouldn't think of this as a purchase. It's an investment. An investment should pay off in spades. Um, Alex, I'm going to let you know something. The first sentence, I didn't know you were starting the review. (laughs) (laughs) You thought that it was such natural delivery, you thought that I was actually admitting to having bought this. Wow! Wow, Sharon is really understanding. (laughs) In all seriousness, if, if it was me who left this review, the best cover would be to include it comedically in this show. I, I did appreciate the pump brand dry gag. That, that, yeah. that was good. So yeah, that's that's a lot of lube. That's that's. I mean that. I mean there's there's too much there. You can either you can either, you can either lubricate a lot of small things or one really big thing for a really short period of time. <laughs> if you're possibly attempting to slide a monster into the earth, that would basically be all you'd need it for. Sharon. Or the earth into something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, which one am I going for next? Oh, hang on. Um, of course, they were in a weird order. Okay, right. You are going for... Uh, the one with the picture? The one with the picture. Right. Okay. You're going to have to read this one with as much anger as possible, at least this first one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> should I describe it first? I specifically chose you for this one because you've seen A Christmas Story. I have, and that was actually the reference point I was going to use. <laughs> so, I mean, Americans would probably have seen it because it's a brilliant film and Americans love it. Uh, British people, not so much. Doesn't matter how many times I recommend this film. So do you, do you think the description of the item is going to be funnier before the reviews or after? Um, uh, is it... Do people need to be able to visualise it while I they... I actually do... think, give us the first angry review, then give us the description, then give us the second review. <laughs> Is okay. it uh, is it Italian? Uh, no, it's it's kind of lampish. Only it's Italian. Yeah, that's what they say in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, it's Italian. It must be Italian. <laughs> yes, I think looking at it, I think it might be right. Okay, okay. Our teenage son ordered one of these without our permission. It is disgusting, and Sky Mall should be ashamed for selling pornographic sex tables. <laughs> I'd, I'd just like to point out at this um, juncture that it is a table. You could not have sex on it. It's too small. <laughs> the female body is a terrible, vulgar thing that must be hidden away from everyone. My husband drove this table out of the country and buried it. <laughs> Positively ashamed of having been put through this ordeal. So there's one of these currently either five miles north of the Canadian border or five miles south of the Mexican border, if anybody wants to go and look for a free one. <laughs> um, it is in the desert. 
table. Right. <clears throat> okay. So to describe this item, it, it is a coffee table. Um, it's a glass-topped circular coffee table, the stem of which... <laughs> it's a bit disturbing, is, actually, now that I look at it. ...is a woman's lower half. <laughs> I, I see. Yes, go on. It looks as though somebody has severed a large Barbie doll um, just above the hips and, and then hand. balanced a top, uh, a glass uh, tabletop on it. And the hand as well. Is there a hand as well? It looks like something you'd expect to see sticking out of a shark's mouth. Oh, God, there is. Yeah, there's a hand hanging down behind her holding what a looks martini like a glass. martini glass that's spilling on the ground. She's wearing... Oh, suggestively as um, well. ...red underwear with... Um, uh, suspender attachments and uh, one of her stockings has come unhitched and is rolled down to her knee and then she's wearing two uh, sort of strappy tie-on burlesque style high-heeled shoes it's about so as tasteful as the lamp in a Christmas story I was going to say it sounds tacky it sounds gaudy absolutely it sounds like the sort of thing that that you'd want to bury in Mexico. I, I would want to stay away from. I wouldn't need to bury it five miles <laughs> over any border because I wouldn't have bought the damn thing. Well, this is the teenage son what needs blaming for this. But I think the hand bothers me the most. Like they, they set the table up, the original designers, they stuck that like the woman's legs and the glass tabletop and they're looking at it and going, it needs something else. Stick a hand in there with a martini glass dribbling on the floor. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost like, though, it's almost like they've heard about that restaurant where you eat sushi off naked women <laughs> and got it completely wrong. <laughs> what does the other review say? Uh, so the other review was also a one-star review, so they were, they were still not too keen. It's by Bucko um, from St. Cloud, Bucko, Minnesota. Yes. Uh, right, this is a well-built table. I admire the sturdiness of the fulcrum on which the table balances. The problem is that the picture in the catalogue was so small, I did not notice the aesthetic imperfections, which is kind of a big deal. These legs are absolutely hairless. (laughs) I don't know if they were just cutting corners or simply forgot, but there's not a hair to be found on these legs. There's not even a trace of stubble. I tried gluing my beard trimmings on to make this table more presentable, but I lack an artist's grace. I just ended up putting the dang thing on my porch and leaving it there. (laughs) <laughs> classy, classy gentleman. <coughs> I like the before funnel that she gave him. <laughs> There's no hair on the legs. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's disappointing that it's not textured properly. This table, that is a. Uh, oh, uh, how would it, how would it balance on two legs? Or is the martini? I'm going to send you guys all third. a picture of it so you can uh, be satisfied with this one. I think I'll stick this up on the uh, podcast notes on the the actual main website. I bought a pair of bonsai trees I bought a big fake rock Where I can hide my keys from everyone And I imagine what all my friends would say To see this lovable Santa dance and sway To my favorite songs my favorite holiday song And I am shopping in Sky Mall at Five Mile High Mall It always has just what I need When I get to the gate and remember too late I should have brought something to read I'm okay 
This one's a classic Amazon review. <clears throat> it's a t-shirt with wolves on it. <laughs> right, how do I do a good voice for this one? Oh, I know this one. Right. This item has wolves on it, which makes it intrinsically sweet and worth five stars by itself. But once I tried it on, that's when the magic happened. After checking to ensure that the shirt would properly cover my girth, I walked from my trailer to Walmart with the shirt on and was immediately approached by a woman. The woman knew from the wolves on my shirt that I, like the wolf, am (laughs) a mysterious loner who knows how to howl at the moon from time to time if you catch my drift. The woman that approached me wanted to know if I would be their boyfriend and or give them money for something they called meth. I told them no, because they didn't have enough teeth. And frankly, a man with a wolf shirt shouldn't settle for the first thing that comes to him. I arrived at Walmart, mounted my courtesy scooter, walking is such a drag, sitting side saddle so that the wolves would show. While I was browsing tube socks, I could hear aroused asthmatic breathing behind me. I turned to see a slightly sweaty dream in sweatpants and flip-flops standing there. She told me she liked the wolves on my shirt. I told her I wanted to howl at her moon. She offered me a swig from her Mountain Dew, and I drove my scooter with her shuffling alongside, out the door, and into the rest of our lives. Thank you, wolf shirt. Pros. Fits my girthy frame. Has wolves on it. Attracts women. Cons. Only three wolves. Could probably use more. On the guns. Cannot see wolves when sitting with arms crossed. Wolves would have been better if they glowed in the dark. (laughs) Oh, God. So that's a fairly infamous uh, review. It actually ended up as an in-joke in The Office. I think Dwight ended up wearing that shirt. (laughs) Jerome. This is the text app thing. Yep. Uh, This is an iTunes review for the text app by Doug Jongward. Entitled... Very easily to work version 1.0, and it's five stars. I too enjoy the app. I feel amazing and auto rotate the recognized text. I can too communicate are better using it. I am saying that right. This is very hard to read. (laughs) It's well works for the benefit of use to translate. Gently massages my grandmother. Gently massages my grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I was actually thinking (laughs) you were a bit mean to include this one. Um, because it's it's obviously somebody who experiences some communication difficulties and, you know, finds it hard to put Look themselves how nice across. He is to his own grandmother. I was going to say, until you got to that last part. <laughs> yeah, that would all make sense. Like what? somebody using Google Translate not working quite well, but yeah. then, I mean... What? <laughs> I mean, kudos to her, but Apple did that sort of thing. That's a different app. Josh, give us hope with yours. Okay. So this uh, this is a review for, free review, in fact, for Uranium Ore. Uh, this first one from C.A. Langford. 
I was very disappointed to have my uranium confiscated. <laughs> I was very disappointed to have my uranium confiscated at the airport. It was a gift for my son for his birthday. Also, I'm in prison now. It's not good either. <laughs> I was led to believe it was elaborate. <laughs> right. I'm in prison now, so yeah, that's not great. That's one of three reviews, though. Right. <laughs> Kelly says, it is not cat food. The cat's huge as well. It doesn't look much like a cat anymore. (laughs) 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 Okay, uh, Patrick J. says, I purchased this product 4.47 billion years ago. (laughs) And when I opened it today... It was half empty, but um, <laughs> oh. I actually, I actually admire Patrick's wit there. That's quite a clever <laughs> physics brilliant. joke. Well That's done, quite... <clears throat> James. Uh, I was a little confused, Alex, as to why you'd sent me a review for Veet hair removal cream. <laughs> then I realised it's Veet for men hair removal cream, and I think we all know where this is going. <laughs> Before I read the title, I just want to do one thing. 32,995 people out of 33,451 people found the following review helpful. Okay. Five stars. Do not put on knob and bollocks. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the juxtaposition of this five-star review with the title just sinking. Oh. Unsurprisingly, Andrew doesn't give his last name when writing this review. <laughs> However, Andrew does uh, does say, being a loose cannon who does not play by the rules, the first thing that I did was to ignore the warning and smear this all over my knob and bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the bollocks I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's going to sting some. He's not done. Sorry. The bollocks I knew and loved are gone now. (laughs) In their place is a maroon-coloured bag of agony. (laughs) A maroon-coloured bag of agony. (laughs) Which sends stabs of pain up my body every time. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Okay, deep breaths. In their, in their place is a maroon candy. Okay, in their place is a maroon coloured bag of agony, which sends stabs of pain up my body every time it grazes. <laughs> every time it grazes against my thigh, or an article of clothing, I am suffering so that you don't have to. Heed my lesson. Do not put on knob and bollocks. <laughs> Postscript to this review. Oh, I am giving this product a five because despite the fact that I... Th- <laughs> <laughs> I am giving this product five because despite the fact I think my bollocks might fall off. 
despite the fact I think my bollocks might fall off, <laughs> they are now completely hairless. <laughs> so it works at least. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I couldn't get through that. Oh, tears in my eyes. Okay, it's cruel and unusual punishment. <clears throat> and that's, that's just to me, not let alone to this guy. Okay, Joseph. I am reviewing a 32-ounce gallon of wolf urine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's $32. Guys, I'll, I'll be back in a second. I have to take my inhaler. Okay. <laughs> we nearly broke Jerome, folks. Do we need to wait for him to read it, or are we okay? Um, No, no, carry on. Okay. Here. You sure? Sure. Okay, Twal from the UK touts wolf urine lore as one for the cellar. He lauds its elegant pale straw hue with an appealing peachy fruit on the nose. The effervescent bead, the whole glass teems with bubbles. Oh, God. Culminating in a frothy layer at the head. And notes, it's firm mineral acidity that cuts through a rather elegantly styled, poised, meaty presence. Oh, God, look at me. <laughs> now, we have a few more. We have Denise B. from Detroit, Michigan. She gives it five stars. It says, at last, a wool urine that's easy to use. Sorry, a wolf. A wolf urine that's easy to use. My laundry has never been so fresh and clean. <laughs> it, it, remu- it removes those hard-to-remove wolf crap stains. <laughs> Let me step back. It removes those hard-to-remove wolf crap stains on our Three Wolf Moon shirts. Hey, why- Three Wolf Moon shirts. <laughs> why scour when wolf urine does the work? Get two jugs and share with a friend. So these when reviews are actually interacting with each other. And there's one more here, which I got to zoom in to read. It's kind of small print. Yeah. I, I just want to ask, what other sources of wolf urine was she getting that were hard to use? Well, I, mean, I think <laughs> I this one know. might actually... No, that, that addresses it. This third one does. Oh, good, good. Yep. All right, it's very small print, so I'm going to do my best. This review is titled Good and Bad, three out of five stars. This product gets three stars, and here's why. Good. This is so much easier than trying to get the wolf urine directly from a wolf. (laughs) Wolves are, from my experience, very possessive of their urine. Until the advent of the Mountain Men's Three Wolf Moon Shirt, which acts to calm the wolves, let's just say vicious bites and deep lacerations were the norm when trying to milk the wolves of their urine. It says milk in inverted commas there. Yes. Now, how else can you get it? Even with the Mountain Men's Three Wolf Moon shirt, it was never easy. This product has changed all of that. Now, those were the pros. Here are the cons. As a lure, this thing sucks. (laughs) I can't even get a hook into it. It's liquid. Hello. What makes a lure out of liquid? Shiny plastic, rubber, or metal? Sure, but liquid? No, this is a serious design flaw. <laughs> Let's just go into the practicalities of what this actually is supposed to be for. It's to keep deer out of your garden. It's deer busters. It's got like a Ghostbusters logo, but with deer on the front. It's You just scatter it around the place, and the deer come by, and they go, Phew, there's a wolf in there, I'm not going in there. 
I'm assuming it does it attract or repel wolves. Something tells me nobody's using it to repel deer. Yeah, it's being misused. Apparently, as a fish bait. <laughs> <coughs> Jerome. Okay. Um, my reviews for Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and this is the most helpful review. Five stars. Funny movie, except for the part where my pregnant wife left so hard she peed on my couch. Now I have a spot on my couch, and I got slapped for laughing at her for peeing on the couch. But the movie was funny. 113 out of 115 members found this review helpful. We'll make your pregnant wife pee on... Let's see, he says my couch. Yes. Tell me, guys, this is Amazon US, so I can tweet this out tonight. Oh, by the way. Because I made this hat from aluminum foil. foil Where I had this foil lined In case an alien's inclined To probe your butt or read your mind Looks a bit peculiar, peculiar. Seems a little crazy But someday I'll prove There's a big conspiracy uh, Before we go out, I'll give everyone a chance to pimp their shows Jerome, go for Game Burst I'm from Game Burst. Uh, we do two weekly shows. Uh, Thursday's a roundtable or a quiz or unplugged. And every Sunday we do the news. Um, it's uh, me and several of my co-hosts. And we recently did a played on Bayonetta. Um, we had Midge on there. So I guess you can guess he enjoyed it. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> uh, James, Ken and Ritz. Uh, yeah, myself and uh, and Josh are two of eleven people who are currently on the Kane and Rinse crew, uh, and each week we cover a different video game or group of video games that are all from the same series. Uh, we're into our fourth year, about 154 episodes or so now, so plenty of podcasts for you to listen to. Um, we tend to talk for about an hour and a half to two hours on a given game and really go deep into our experiences and the history of the game or series that, that the particular game comes from. I've just realised that I gave you a completely cyclical series of reviews. You start off with a completely hairless fake ball bag and end on how to get the hair off your real ball bag and turn it into a sack of agony. I like to think the last one informs as to why you might want to buy the first one. <laughs> that wasn't intentional, honestly. It was alphabetical. Okay, and uh, Josh, the animation archive, since James did Kenneman so well. Uh, okay, yeah, I have a series on YouTube called The Animation Archives where I either dissect and analyse animated films or TV shows or just recommend them and uh, try and get people to watch them. Player One Cartridge Bros? 
Yes, uh, I'm one half of the Cartridge Bros, the other being my brother, Player Two. And uh, every month we host a, a gaming podcast. Uh, it's like a book club for gamers. So that we pick a game at the start of the month. We play it throughout the month with all of our viewers. And then at the end, we pick three of those viewers to come on and we talk about the game. Um, and you can, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Joseph, uh, you probably don't need to pimp this since everyone's already following you, but uh, go for it. <laughs> I don't have a podcast podcast yet but i'm actually in the process of it uh, but my twitter account is at amzn movie r-e-v-w-s i have no clue why i spelt it like that <laughs> but it's the amazon movie reviews twitter account um essentially what we're uh, touching on today is bad uh, reviews on amazon so thanks for having me today guys oh that is absolute pleasure thank you uh sharon you might want to uh since since we're here and i can't really talk about it digital drift um Digital Drift is what we're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, this isn't a perfect example of Digital Drift, is it? What do we normally do? Normally we do uh, quite in-depth and um, analytical uh, reviews of mostly movies, but occasionally also video games. I would say maybe it's sort of a Cliff's Notes approach, but I think we go into a bit more depth than that normally. Oh, yeah. So, we we yeah. piss all over Cliff's Notes with, <laughs> with Wolf Jewish. <laughs> okay, then. We have never called Mr. Darcy a Ponce, which, yeah, is, uh, uh, which is possibly Very proud of that one. And uh, they are the antithesis of them. We go into super detail of exuberant, enthusiastic analysis of every facet of these movies we love so much. We don't review a movie unless we've got a lot to say about it. And if you want to hear my work on something fictional, check out The Cartographer's Handbook on YouTube or The New Century Podcast. It's an alternate history science fiction epic set just after the American Civil War. And if you'd like to show your appreciation for a year's worth of free entertainment, you can donate via PayPal or support my various ongoing projects on Patreon. Now, this last round isn't for points. It's just a collection of seven reviews for the same baffling product. We're going to read them in a very special order. And if any of you reading or at home can make it to the end of this show without breaking down with laughter, then you are of stronger constitution than I. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the five-pound bag of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears on Amazon.com. First person needs to read is Sharon. Introduce us to this product. <clears throat> Just don't, unless it's a gift for someone you hate. Oh, man, words cannot express what happened to me after eating these. The gummy bear cleanse. If you are someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy. If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run. First of all, for taste, I would rate these a five. So good. Soft, true-to-taste fruit flavours like the sugar variety. I was a happy camper. But, or should I say but, B-U-T-T. Not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating, bloating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from some bad shellfish and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside me. 
Then came the um, flatulence. Heavens to Murgatroyd, the sounds like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench, <laughs> like a thousand rotten corpses vomited. I couldn't stand to stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odours. But wait, there's more. What came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear my sphincter was screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was a gaping maw, projectile vomiting, a torrential flood of toxic waste. 100% liquid. Flammable liquid. Napalm. It was actually a bit humorous for a nanosecond as it was just beyond anything I could imagine possible. And it went on for hours. I felt violated when it was over, which I think might have been sometime in the early morning of the next day. There was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding in 2005. <laughs> there was a read more, but I couldn't get that much into a single screen grab. No. no yeah. I don't think we need more, really, do we? I, th- I think they've summed up the experience quite admirably. Player one, you're the second. April 25th, 2014. A day that will live in infamy. <coughs> I was suddenly and deliberately... Attack by these evil gummy bears. It all started the day prior when my sugar tooth persuaded me to eat two handfuls of these sugar-free delights. Fast forward 15 hours, 23 minutes, and 44 seconds, the world shook. All hell broke loose inside me. A sudden headache, my skin began to perspire, and something tore around in my abdomen with a force enough to make me latch onto my couch with both hands and let out a sheer cry that sent my dog retreating into the bedroom. She probably knew the battle was already lost. (laughs) I tried to make for the bathroom, but the pressure was so intense I had to wait it out on the couch until a lapse in the gut busting occurred and I regained control of my muscles. It took only moments before the volcano Mount Anus had blown its top. The air quickly turned poisonous from the methane and sulfuric fumes that spewed forth. Violence and terror are understatements of what happened for the next 45 minutes. I sustained third-degree burns from contact with the lava that flowed abruptly from my bowels. My blood (laughs) pressure was at record levels, and my body mass was reduced by four pounds. After ample ventilation of the crime scene, I quickly took a shower and changed clothes because the powerful fumes had soaked through the fabric and into the skin. I almost had a mental breakdown in the shower after realizing those little gummy bears had nearly defeated such a man that I thought I was. I can now hardly bear to look forward through the night terrors and PTSD that will come of this horrid event. (laughs) Joseph! All right, my review is entitled Loud Farts. It's uh, a one, one out of five stars. Remember, says, all of these are up for grabs for your, uh, for, for your thread. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to say they're Transformers or some – give a movie to the review. Nice. I purchased these bad boys hoping that what the others described would happen. I think a good poop is life-changing. <laughs> Anyways – I was disappointed when I ate about 15, then about 30. 
then about the whole bag and didn't have quite the same reaction. <laughs> I didn't have to poop. My insides didn't fall out. I wasn't <laughs> stuck on the toilet in agony. What did happen, however, is I did fart louder than I ever thought possible. <laughs> Every minute, on the minute, for a good 12 hours. <laughs> I woke up 30 to 40 times <laughs> throughout the night because I thought one of my roommates was being murdered because it sounded like a machine gun. <laughs> was fired nearby. <laughs> it was to my surprise when I realized that the sound was coming from under my comforter and that the machine gun was, in fact, my butt. <laughs> if you're really into feeling uncomfortably bloated and having awful noises escape your butt all night and all day throughout work, then buy it. If not, don't. I actually had to take a real laxative to finally get these bears to make an escape. Sorry, folks. I love the anthropomorphization of, of of gummy bears, like they are little bears. Okay. Well, I love the fact he's disappointed he didn't get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jerome, yours is a nice, quick one. Yep, mine is so to speak. It's one star. It's entitled one star, and it's by Nikki's mom. If you want to be reunited with the gum that you swallowed in third grade, buy these. <laughs> 51 out of 57 people found this following review helpful the, the first person referred to it as the gummy bear cleanse I think this is actually something people do like on purpose it's the um, the sugar substitute that they use it actually says on things like sugar free polos um, that they can have a laxative effect uh-huh. and you a laxative effect and this are not the same thing James can you top <laughs> the ball bag I, I don't know if I can do that, but I, I do like the title on this review. Do not test the bears. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I think what they mean is do not exper- do not carry out an experiment with this, but it sounds like do, you know, <laughs> don't, don't push the bears. Don't challenge don't the bears. They will win. Like them when they're angry. Don't, don't push the bears. They will win. And boy, do they win. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford, <laughs> a pseudonym, one assumes. If, if you're thinking all these people are lying in their reviews, think again. I doubted. Oh, I doubted so much. I ate about 40 of these little bastards just to see if it was all true. Why? (laughs) What happened to me next was truly gastrointestinal Armageddon. It it took about three hours for the demon bears to wake up inside me and launch their attack. Let me be clear about one thing. This is not your... This is not your typical mud butt, no. (laughs) This is truly bear-generated rocket fuel shooting out of your ass and propelling you off the throat. (laughs) (laughs) You will not sit for minutes at a time, slowly cleansing your body of bear. You will evacuate your bowels instantaneously and you will do it many, many times. (laughs) The fury of the bear started around 9.30 at night. I am typing this review at 8.30 the next morning and my insights are still churning with full bear rage. <laughs> the fury of the bears! Oh my god! It's the best movie ever! 
the flatulent aftermath is just horrific. I'm not ripping farts. I am shredding them. You will shart. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bottom line, do not eat the damn bears. You will be miserable. Heed the warnings. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. Oh, God. Um, I'm second to last. Oh, God. <clears throat> One star. Did not cause explosive diarrhea. Very disappointing. <laughs> He's disappointed it didn't cause explosive Just to be clear, the makers of Gummy Bears Haribo are not marketing their products for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you buy five pounds of them? <laughs> Stocking up. Take right. us home. One star review. Effed up in Effingham by Scott Smith. Where to begin? Little did I know my life would be changed forever after eating a bag of these little bastards. Have you ever prayed for death, but death wouldn't come? My journey began with a bear crawl to the bathroom. Because I was unable to stand from the gouging stomach pain. It was approximately an eight-foot crawl, but I imagined it was like crawling through the Vietnamese jungle circa 1968. My colon and stomach were at obvious war with the little fun bears that I had consumed. There was an eight-hour period where I didn't know which was going to be the victor. My stomach was making sounds like a wounded calf makes in the wild. Well, a wounded calf that was possessed by a demon from hell. And the uncontrollable a-, a oh god <laughs> then the uncontrollable a- then the uncontrollable anal vomiting began <laughs> the sheer velocity of which these bears were leaving my body would have taken out most men <laughs> it was like a Wagner. It was like a Wagner, Wagner power sprayer hooked up to a hurricane. <laughs> then came the awful, disgusting stench. I figured, I figured I had vacated my bowels tens of thousands by the point in my uh, tens of thousands by this point in my life, and I had never smelled something so inhuman. <laughs> the, cl- the closest thing it resembled was the great jungle gym tire fire of 1987 at a local park I used to play at. At this point, I had all but given up on life as I crawled into the bathtub full of water to alleviate the crippling stomach pains. I thought about my two children and how they would grow up without a father. A father who was just looking to cut back a little on his sugar intake and be healthy. Then came the uncontrollable sobbing. It's amazing how emotional a grown man can become after blowing out his anus and half his inside. Did I mention the smell? If I could bottle that smell, it wouldn't need a border patrol. (laughs) I would... (laughs) 
I would turn back even the most determined illegal immigrant. Forget ISIS and Al-Qaeda. The real terrorists are anyone who had a hand in designing, making, distributing, and selling this product. The physical scars may have healed, but I lost a part of me that that day, eight years ago, that I can never get back. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I can't laugh anymore. You broke me. The hyperbole and then the political message at the end. <laughs> if if we eat the gummy bears, then the terrorists have truly the terrorists won. Have won. Right. Oh, God. Thank you guys for coming on. And, girl, oh my God, I'm exhausted as well. And my face hurts. My guts hurt from laughing that much. At least they don't hurt from the gummy bears. Let's do something else next week, shall we? Let's. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys very, very much, and uh, we will be back next week. <sighs> hey, Macklemore, can we go gift shopping? What, 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 Some crap. I've got money burning in my pocket. I, I'm a tourist at a museum. Look at all these gemstones. Now, walk in the museum like, what up? I need a pet rock. Forget exhibits, I need something from the gift Fuck. shop. Snack in a pouch looks so damn tasty. Clerk is like, ooh, that's astronaut ice cream. Trying on XLTs, playing with a light machine. Look for keychains, hope they have my name. It's Eugene. Oh. Wish I could buy all of this. Snow globes, rain sticks. Probably check the weather, cause it sounds so precipitous. But shit, it costs more than my rent. Uh -oh. Messing it, pressing it. These pins capture my expressions and throwing all those bouncy balls bouncing below the bargain bin. Oh. This bird keeps on hydrating. It is drinking and bobbing. I'm spending all my money on some death toys that use physics, oh. bitch. I'ma buy a Newton's cradle. I'ma buy a Newton's cradle. No, for real. Ask the lady, do you carry pendulums? Sci-fi noise tube, dinosaur stickers. Tornado in a bottle that I found spinning. They had a tiny broadsword. I bought a tiny broadsword. Bought a fossil trinket and then a finger skateboard. Oh. Hello, hello, can it fill cell phone? Magnus top to bottom on my fridge door, yo Walk up to the bin, scoop up a bag of gemstones The Geo heads will be like Aw, uh, he got the fool's gold I'm gonna get some snacks And a big kid's guide to pirates oh. I, I'm a tourist at a museum I should buy a telescope <laughs> What you know about rocket hats like Davy Crockett's? What you know about scale replica muskets? Oh. I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm searching for the right puzzle Jigsaw art of the NASA space shuttle By oh. your stepdad or Uranus mouse pad And a sweatshirt plus a pot of seeds and some dirt I'm at the checkout, you can find me by the I got, I got yelled at by the guy for throwing oh. For Grammy, for Angie, for Mama, for Daddy I'll take some mugs for all my family birthday gifts I own that motherfucker oh. A mammoth model with the bones in that motherfucker I got a beetle trapped in stone like a motherfucker oh. They be like, oh, that jewelry, that's hella tight I'm like, yo, it was made by local artisans Limited edition crap by Indian tradition $50 for a pen and it supports the reservation I bought that and this cool floaty pin Shit. I bought that and this young scientist oh. Kid, that kid's hella dope But mixing asses with our goggles and some gloves of supervision is a hella dope oh. game, come take a look through my kaleidoscope Trying to find gifts that are bland, man, you hella won't Man, you hella won't Gift shops Holberman Spears Yeah I wear a shirt with wolves, and in the dark it glows. All of this and more that's dope in that gift shop by the door.